my boys, I'm not going to lie. Still uh, recovering from that watch party a little bit. Me too. Not going to lie. The uh, Red Bull and the Monster are much needed today. Got two of them on deck. I only had a... I only had two shots, so I'm chilling. I've been chilling. Yeah, well, that's because we were up there the night before. So, yeah, that was also not a good play. That's, yeah, that was not very smart. Alehouse after that. You were, not, that was on not, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I went home uh, after that, but... That wasn't smart at all. No. But, I hey, the fifth. that guy, that guy <laughs> bought the, the shots for the entire venue. Oh, ridiculous. Both sides. That's what you miss when you don't come to our watch parties. Hey, but it's kind of been leaked already. Next one. It's going to be the Atlanta away match, and we've got some really big plans for that one with some uh, hopefully some more exciting guests coming out. Um, hopefully, fingers mm. crossed, I may have something worked out with a really awesome raffle giveaway item. So stay That's posted for that. That's to me, too. Yeah, we'll talk about it off because I'm not going to announce cool, yeah. it right now. But, Y'all got to wait. Sorry. Um, but, hey... Three points on the road. Always a good thing. The watch parties are undefeated so far this season, man. Yes, sir. 1-0-0. Oh, oh. We're going to keep it that way. Uh, I would knock on the There you go. Another, I got a little wood right over here. Another thing. We're also undefeated on the road. Yeah. That is true. Very true. What we got, it's nice to see. We had a draw in Portland, a win against the Galaxy, a win against, uh, who did we just play? Columbus. Columbus. A win against Chicago. They that should have been a win. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Two draws and two wins on the road so far. Eight no complaints. Sense. Absolutely no complaints. Dude, second in the East right now? Yeah. Well, game in hand, but I'm still taking it. Yeah. Hey, I think anybody would be taking it uh-huh. at this point in the year. Dude, like, I don't know. I don't want to get way too far ahead of ourselves here, right? But this could be the Cinderella season, you know what I mean? Because it's like, if we perform to our potential and do all the things that we're supposed to do and win the games we're supposed to, get hot at the right time, make the run in the playoffs. Yeah. You imagine how sweet it would be to win the cup this year on the same year that we're going to dismantle the Rowdies for the first time in six years. Ooh. Like, how perfect would this season just be if that was you – know, we, we just end out the Rowdies' rivalry once and for all, send them back to where they're supposed to be, yep. and win the cup? Oh, man. Hey. I think – I would love to win the MLS Cup, but right now I think the more realistic cup for us to win is going to be the Open, the Open cup. cup. Yeah, is Open that what, is that what you meant by cup or MLS Cup? I mean, obviously, I would love to win the MLS Cup. <clears throat> All right, but in hey, reference in to my, what you were in just my saying. reference, yes, the, the any cup. Open, yeah, mean. heard. So the Open Cup, realistically, yes, is going to be the cup that I think we can focus on winning this year. I think we finally have the depth to run through both oh, competitions, one hundred percent, and not have to worry about playing our same center back pairing the same three midfielders or the same two attackers or whatever formation we run. I mean, ideally, we have Antonio Carlos at this point in time. At the end we of the season, have yeah. two center backs oh, that we can run in in our B team. We have two center backs we can run in our first team. Mm-hmm. We have three midfielders that we can play in our second team. And Andres, um, Sabas, since he's not you know starting all the matches right now. He's and Joey Nazar. Yeah. Uh-huh. We haven't even seen... I don't, we I think we've seen Joey. We haven't seen Maybe Joey. once, but that's about it. Yeah, off the top of my head. Um, and then we move to the midfield. We've got Benji and Vanderwater that come off the bench. And then up top. Gonzalez, too. He's coming yeah, in. Yeah, he's just coming in, too. In May, right? May 4th? Yeah, May 4th. Heard. He's coming up soon. Up top, Tesho. I, you know what? 
<laughs> you know what? <laughs> Tesho Akindeli. You're welcome back on the pod, bud. Hey. Keep it up, my guy. This is what I want from a striker coming off the bench. Apparently a wide player, too. Hey. When we're up, hey. just do your job, what you're asked of. And he does that well, but whenever we try to ask him to do more than that is when he... Uh, he's done He's done well for the past two games. Yeah. Well, I, had, I saw we got, we got a copyright claim on our like, the podcast two episodes ago when he had the turn. And the turn and then the ball to... It was Pato when he hit the crossbar oh, at right. the end of the yeah. Chicago game. Got a copyright claim for it, so here we are. But that is what you want to see. Because that was nice. Yeah. Every time he's come on, I haven't been like... I was last year. <laughs> yeah. I rate every single time he touched the pitch because there was something that happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, we have, like, depth on this team now. We can play two full separate squads, and I'm confident both, both squads yeah. can go out there and compete, man. You were going to say something? No. Yeah, I'll you let him no. live. <laughs> no, you got to say something. No, you got to say no. Well, just before this season, we were always asking him to do too much. We, like relied on him kind of as a starting striker in which he's not so now that he can sit on the bench and come in late in games and do what he's asked I don't have any problems with him so I got a question for you that doesn't have anything to do with Tesho okay did Kyle Smith come in and do what we thought he would do for the replacement of Ruan this match no yes no yes and no go ahead he came in and put in a solid defensive showing without offering us a whole lot in the attack because that is what Kyle Smith is. Now, he, I didn't really see him out of place any big time on defensive, you know, on any counters and stuff like that. He, he is Kyle Smith. He's not going to go out there and beat anybody on the dribble. He's not going to go out there and outrun anybody. Now, you kept saying, like, oh, we might as well play Juan when he put the ball in and it would just be an awful cross. Like, yeah, I mean. Accurate cross is one of three. He had a singular accurate cross. So yeah, Juan doesn't give us that either. Yeah, so in that respect, yes. He, and then yeah. Juan doesn't give us anything defensively either, other than pace. I, so there was two times where I saw Kyle Smith out of position. One was early in the first half, and the second one was when he got a yellow card. Because yeah. a guy just mm-hmm. beat him and he just grabbed yeah. his arm pull them back so I don't think he did worse than Juan maybe would have done but I, don't, I also don't think he gave us a lot more it wasn't like much better to the point where I could be like yes we need to start Kyle Smith over Ruan right now no I wouldn't say that either but as a someone coming off the bench in their first start of the season on the road in Columbus he put in a solid defensive performance and that's what we needed him to do I I'll give him that, yeah. Now, is he clear starter over Juan right now? No. But yeah, I agree. So you want to talk about getting beat twice in the match? Juan or Joao got beat twice in the first half, and then he brought it back together. He had a, he he had a solid match. But if that's what we're basing this on, then you, you, the hate's got to go both ways. Then Joao shouldn't be clear over there either. You know what I mean? So what I was going going to bring up in this, like while we're talking. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like any of our fullbacks this game. Like yeah, I didn't. I saw them both get beat two times, probably. That's not something you would like to see from your fullbacks, but 
I think that's something that has to do with the tactics because we like to play with our fullbacks up higher. So when Kyle Smith is coming in and he's not the same attacking player that Ruan is, you have that problem to deal with. But then Joao, if they notice that he's not as good defensively as he is like going forward, I would say he's a better player possibly going forward than he is defending. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to try to expose that, and I feel like they did because they like to try to go down the wings a lot they built in their attacks. The right a yeah. lot. So he got caught out a lot just being exploited just because of the fact of where he was. Mm-hmm. And honestly, also uh, we saw in the first half the tactic change by Oscar to put Facundo out right and then um, Benji on the left. Yeah, that was that was a solid tactical adjustment as well. So the first thing I saw from Joao was it was their very first chance that they had like a good opportunity. I think. Derek Etienne put it wide or something? Oh, yeah, the shot that went across the face of goal. It was a throw-in, and Joao just had his back turned to the throw-in completely, like just not even paying attention, and they just threw it right over his head, and the guy was clear on goal. Mm. And it's, That's not something I would like to see from a fullback. In a position like that, because they were probably 30 yards out with that throw-in. Well... We're going to get into a little bit more um, the what went right. But yeah, that was just doing nitpicking. Um, yeah, I mean, it is. And then we'll uh, get into our highest and lowest rated players. But first, I think we're going to cut to a promo that uh, Bryce actually <laughs> suggested for us that uh, we found when we signed the man himself that you're going to see here. Yeah, blame, right this, blame this on him. After that, savage. What? You didn't even clap either. Well, that's crazy because I'll clap now. I'll know. I'm cutting that in now. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's just gonna be a clip of you just Wait. repeating, just clapping. Too old, like. What <laughs> Good luck getting the footage. Good luck recording after I take my SD cards back. <laughs> oi, 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 lads! Save it for Wednesday. To banter the rowdies? Yes. Speaking of bantering the rowdies, stay posted for our new uh, concept video that we're going to have coming out. As long as Bryce finds everything that he's supposed to find, it is going to be amazing. I'm not saying anything more than that. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to give two little, or a hint. Okay. Um, Three words. TikTok trains. There you go. That's about it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Clicked. (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, let's just get into the three points. Uh, first one was, uh, were we going to be able to keep the possession stat above 50%? We ended up falling short of that. We had 40% possession, Columbus had 60 but I believe there were some reasons behind that, and that's just tactical decisions of wanting to win the game. Yeah, I think you hit it best on the post that we, at one point, had 61% possession, but we after the two, after the two goals, we sat. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you see big ups to Thomas Williams making his first appearance for the mm-hmm. uh, senior squad. Big ups to the lad. Um, 
happy to see him coming to the team, and obviously that was, you know, three center backs on the pitch at that time. We're obviously sitting back where, yep. you, like you said, went whole Jose, Jose Mourinho, but uh, I think he actually went uh, Diego Simeone. We, we almost saw the five five zero come out. Yeah, Jose Mourinho is just kind of OG. Yeah. Park the bus. Uh, you would as a Chelsea fan. Yeah, I'll take it because Chelsea fans know how to win, unlike Arsenal fans. I'm also fine with him sitting back that much when we're up 2-0 mm-hmm. opposed to one nothing. Agreed, yeah. Going right, out so, and getting the second is a big part of being able to sit back like that. Because I hate when we score one and instantly we just sit back. So it was good. it was nice to see us continue to attack to get the second and then we decided to sit back. So... Yeah, well, our second point that we put out there was we needed to be smart around our 18, and we kind of saw that. Not really, I'm going to be honest. Um, We got lucky on especially one Zellerand. That would have been a phenomenal goal. Respect is due Mm -hmm. where respect is due, and from the position that he was, I'd say probably, what, five yards outside the 18? From the very corner of the box? Yeah, about two yards outside the corner, maybe a yard outside the corner of the box. To curl that and even hit the post. To get it to dip? Yeah. All right, that was nasty. But, hey, we survived. We did what we needed to do on the crosses. The uh, ricochets in the box we controlled. The second shot opportunities weren't really there. So, I'll give it to them. Yeah, we found a way to clear the ball up. We... That's what I was going to say. We looked a lot stronger in defending set pieces this match, so it was it was good to see, especially with having Schlegel in there instead of Carlos. So, yeah. Speaking of Schlegel opening opening his account for the Lions uh, with the uh, homage to his father, there. That was nice. To the lad. Yep. So, <laughs> speaking of finishing our chances, look at that. There we go. We uh, did finish two. But Mob said we had two uh, big chances, like you said. Mm-hmm. But we had two goals, so I'm not really sure how we missed one big chance. But well, hey. we would have to go back through the footage and try to remember it. But two goals, two big chances. We're just counting that as success in math terms. Yeah, I mean, the press was good. Mm-hmm. We we were able to keep them. Mo was a work rate. Dude. <whistles> Mo was Crazy. on his horse last game. He we, was... Uh, he was the furthest one up the pitch sometimes. He must listen to the pod because <laughs> after that one episode where we all were like, most kind of disappeared. Not again. You want to go back to last episode? You're going yeah, yeah. to sit here and claim that you're. <laughs> I, I did, though. I don't think I ever fully took back my claim. I was kind of like, oh, all right, yeah, he's not playing great right now. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. But well, yeah, he. Moving forward. Yeah, I'm um, just kind of smart a little bit sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's he must listen to the pod because his work rate has been incredible and his involvement in the passing, the creativity's there, man. Mm-hmm. So we're finally seeing those long balls, even if it's just driven on the ground or in the air over the top of defenders. We're finally seeing him. We're finally seeing him uh, just try to spray those balls wide or just forward to create chances, and sometimes you see him pay off. And we're finally seeing him just continue to progress the attack forward. Mm-hmm. Like, in the past, he have some back passes. This yeah. game, he looked, he'd turn around and just find a pass up the field. So, if he can keep this going up, you might have a case over there. Yeah, you, you, may, we'll you may end up being right at we the end of the see. season. We'll see. But, 
I mean, the thing that excited me most about that second goal, obviously the interplay was beautiful, but that goal came through the middle. We built through mm-hmm. the midfield, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't us building through the wings and putting in, you know, beating somebody at the byline and putting a ball and then cut back or across. Like, we built through the middle of the field, we made the smart passes, and Kara's turn to be able to hit that first time, that, that skill, what? We all went nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The most impressive part about that, I was watching what Facundo did when, like, Ursa was taking the ball back. He was actually in the box, and he saw a space open up, like, right in front of the 18. Mm. He took his space, received the ball, passed it back. That brought one of their CDMs to press up on Facundo, and Mauricio just slipped in right behind, and the rest is a great goal, because that was beautiful. Well, speaking of beautiful play between the players, let's get into our uh, top two, bottom one ratings. And I think, again, our bottom one rating is probably going to be somebody that still had a decent performance, but statistically. So I'll start us off. One of my top performers is going to be Mauricio, again. Hurt. Can't argue. Yet again. Uh, I'm going to give him an 8-2. Hurt. Um, I think we're both... All three of us are going to end up having pretty close to the same two. Um, but I'm going to change it up on the first one, and I'm going Facundo. Mm-hmm. Made MLS Team of the Week to assist on the night. He's really, really getting involved in the attack now. What? He had two assists on the night? Yeah. yeah. The first one was Kara. Or the second one, sorry, was Kara. His goal. Yeah. And, and the, the other one was one. the hockey assist. Oh. Because yeah, he's the one. Is it one? Okay. Urso is credited Dude. with the action. Heard. The action was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he put the ball in. That ball so, yeah, from Facundo was nice. Finally, right. someone that whips the ball in with pace Just into a dangerous it, yeah. area. If they took take one bad touch, it falls somewhere they don't want. Trying to trying to chip from the midline. Yeah, that's that it. Was, <laughs> go yeah. for it, bro. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, sorry. So hockey assist, but if he doesn't whip that ball and we don't score the first oh, goal, oh yeah, for sure. So he played a a big part in that. So assist, hockey assist, I'll take it. I was going to go for Kundo too. So. Well, Facundo is my top rated player of the week. I'm going to he's in my top 2. Yeah. Um, I'll let you two go first with your ratings and then I'll say mine. You hit it first this time. 8-3. Well, 8-5. 8-6. For being, you know, he was just all over the place, man. Yeah. You know, just involved in the tag, all the just creative plays that he made defending he got back so he's my highest rated all right so you got you got mo and facundo mm-hmm. uh who's your second it was gonna player. be mo i wanted to give it the car but the work that mo put in it was just mm-hmm. if he wasn't doing all the pressing he was doing it could have been a whole different game so i'd probably give him like eight one he didn't have a true assist but he played well. All right, then I'm going to someone that I think is kind of being overshadowed or just overlooked, and it's Schlegel. Mm-hmm. Score the goal. I don't really think he did anything wrong defensively. Maybe gave up a foul the outside card, of the box. The card it, is what brings him down statistically. I, I don't care. I, I he don't. scored the goal. That's a very solid performance from our so-called backup center back. Mm-hmm. 
and for him to score his first goal, give a tribute to his dad, I, I can't really knock the man on the night. So. Yeah, definitely happy for him, man. Can I do an honorable mention real quick? Mm-hmm. Go for it, and then I gotta go reset the camera. <laughs> it beats Arao. Yeah. He's yep. doing the same stuff he did before. He's solid in defense. He finds smart passes. He's good with his feet. But in the last three games, I don't think he's got a yellow card. So if he's cutting that part out of his game and continues to improve the way he is, he's going to be a good player. I think he gets overlooked so, a lot too. Yeah, he does. Just because he's not – you always look – it's like a quarterback mm. in American football where they get all the, the praise, but then you look at the lineman, and it's like without the lineman, none of this can happen. Yeah. Araujo would be the, the, the lineman. Okay, so cutting to our second promo – um, unfortunately for Bryce, he just found out the news as we sat in the studio that this man agreed to personal terms with Man City. Oh, dear Lord. Well, another game where um, this is going to sound really nitpicky from us, but I guess we're going to move into our lowest rated players. Get another solid performance by the boys all the way around, but... I'm going to go first, and my lowest is going to be Kyle Smith. Put me on there, too. I'll go a 6-4. I'll go 6-6. That slipped. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Kyle Smith, but then you kind of talked me out of it by saying it's his first game starting, so like a little lenient on him. I would say Benji because he just does not look great with the ball at his feet. He's fast. He can finish, but he can't. Like, in this game, too, he he just, whenever he tried to dribble, it just didn't work out for him. So Yeah, well, I can agree with that. His his touches did look heavy, and he didn't look comfortable on the ball. So I can get behind that. I just think the card is what makes Kyle Smith my lowest. Yeah. All right. Just doesn't give us the same thing going forward. And then especially when you see when you – all right. No, now I'm confused. I'm going to throw the screenshots up here so I don't look like an idiot. But Foot Mob has Benji starting out right, correct? Right, because that, he, that's how he was in the starting lineup. Oh, but, oh they, they switched, switched through the game. Oscar that's, had like the 20th minute right. made the switch. That's All right. So that's also part of why Facundo was lined up in the middle as average position. But 70 minutes of playing oh, on yeah. the right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Still not a great look, but hey, so now we're going to move into our uh, fan-driven segment of the show where we're going to talk a little bit about your guys' comments and talking points. First up uh, is Daniel on our Instagram post. He said, I thought we had a really strong road showing with a uh, rotated lineup. It's great to see a great team win. We didn't have to steal three. We played our game and won a pretty convincing fashion. No one player had to take the team on his shoulders and save the day. I feel like these types of women's are crucial for the team chemistry moving forward. I agree with you 100%, man. It it, it was a very solid team showing. Um, I felt very comfortable throughout that entire match. I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really, other than that one free kick and a couple of odd chances where they did end up with the ball at their feet in the box, I didn't really feel concerned. I'm going to be yeah. 100% honest. And that's two clean sheets back to back too. So, I'm in. <clears throat> Both without Antonio. Yeah. 
right. And now moving over to our Twitter where we posted out uh, Mitchell Bossy with the first. Rodrigo Schlegel and Kyle Smith put in absolute shifts. That being said, with Joe Alvatino getting pretty targeted, could we maybe see a little bit – could we see a switch a little bit to his previous strategy of moving Kyle to Smith – Kyle Smith to replace Moutinho and bringing Juan back in since he had some rest. Um, so it's kind of like we were talking about before. I think Joao gets it pretty rough, especially after a game like Columbus where they build consistently from the right. Like, that is their... Wherever Zellerion is, he's kind of like our Facundo moving. Yeah. So that they, they, they try to do that a lot. So to see him be able to shut that down for the most part... Yeah, I think I think he's he's been solid. Um, to rest Moutinho, yes, I definitely would see Kyle Smith moving over there mm-hmm. and and playing that spot. Lions blog coming through with a uh, interesting talking point here. Our last two games, our first goal has come from a set piece. Is this a reliable strategy moving forward? I don't think it's something you want to rely on for no. where your goals to come from. But if we can now score off of set pieces and from from mm-hmm. open play, we're kind of golden. I think the deciding factor of me being okay with this is because of the fact that the set-piece goals were relatively early in matches. You know what I mean? It's not like we're waiting until the 85th, 86th minute, and then that's how we're scoring our only goal matches yeah. off of a set-piece play. Like, we're scoring off a set-piece, it's building confidence in the team, and now we're going, and then they go out there and they play even more exciting football after that. So, It's, it's also nice to see us actually score from a set-piece now. Yeah. Because that's been a big low in our game and now if they have to actually worry about our team on set pieces that's I mean you wouldn't like to only score on set pieces but Mm -hmm. that opens up a whole new you you aren't going to want to be stabbing in our players around the box like it's just going to open up the field more right so I'm can I read this one because I want to ask you a question right after yeah I just want to give a little bit of context to where this is coming from so austin david tweeted out earlier today after the practice beautiful monday morning for a training session for orlando city with two games and the next six coming up the team will be testing their depth quite a bit and try to keep players fresh and loud and proud also tweeted out something a little after that saying there were a lot of youth players in the squad Mm -hmm. at training today so go ahead yeah i think that's what derek is saying here in this reply said i don't think we take this as seriously as most hope he puts out what his 11 would be, as in Stagetoir, Kyle Smith, Thomas Williams, uh, Robin Janssen, Juan Sebas, uh, Andres Perea, Benji Michel, Mauricio Pereira, uh, Van der Vaarder, and Pato uh, is his guess. And we don't, he's saying we don't really have a second 10, but not but 20, 25 minutes ago, I think it was, it was either you or you were saying that we actually have two 11s that we could play. We do healthy if we're a full healthy squad we do have a full well actually pause I think he was meaning like a number 10 because okay, that makes more sense than a, yeah. ten, a second but then a, why would he name the whole squad like a to replace I, uh, Pereira yeah Mauricio like he's well, like Andres the Andres is the most attacking minded midfielder out of the second group of midfielders that we have so I don't know I, I don't read them there. But. It would make sense because you don't read them anywhere. But yeah. I don't. But that would make more sense because it's a second eleven, yeah. not ten. I was just counting ten because Stadjoir is a decent backup, mm-hmm. so he was just thinking ten on the field. But uh, either one, we could find someone. Two, 
play in Mo's position, maybe not as well as Mo has been playing right now, or we just switch formations. Yeah, four four two. Mm-hmm. And literally three back, four four two, four four one one. Mm-hmm. But then we still have good enough players to play there. So I mean, I don't fully agree with that, but I mean I agree with the fact that I don't think we're taking this game as seriously as most people hope and yeah. in that fact, um we had another comment on one of our other posts, David set out he wants to see um, Moises Talavante and Wilfredo Rivera come in against the Rowdies. Mm-hmm. It's time to bury them. They're beneath us now. It's not 2014 anymore. He wants it ended once and for all. Right. So I agree with both of them. Um, I do think this is going to be a rotation game. It needs. It should be a rotation game. Mm-hmm. I have no respect for the Rowdies. They're fully beneath us. There is no reason that we shouldn't go out there, play a second team, and have all of our top 11 played, rested for the home game against Red Bulls on Sunday. Yeah. So that game is more important to me than the Rowdies, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that we had the opportunity to dismantle them and put them in their place, but I, I do, I was saying it to Bryce on the way up here, I would get behind seeing uh, Williams come in the squad. I would like. I want to see Benji in the squad. I wouldn't mind seeing Wilfredo in the squad, but not in the lineup. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Those guys. Those are guys that know what this means. They've been involved in the club for forever, so they were part of it when mm-hmm. this was going on. So they're the type of player that I could see playing with a lot of passion out in these moments. I don't know if I when I was on our Twitter and I was scrolling through, I saw it, but there's a, I can't remember who put out the tweet. But it was a picture of Thomas Williams and his family at a game. Lions, uh, Lions Den. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was just him as a young. Yeah, he still is, but you know. So. That was a, literally like four years ago, probably. We haven't played the Rowdies in like eight years. Six years. Was that a Six picture years. of him at, watching a Rowdies game? The an Orlando City v Rowdies game, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just I think him so. out at Orlando. I don't oh, know. It, might, it was might a Rowdies been. game potentially, but it just shows you we're starting to build something here man mm-hmm. it's really good to see you see um, philadelphia with the youth academies uh fc dallas with the youth academies but now we're coming through with wilfredo getting a chance mm-hmm. thomas williams getting a chance mm-hmm. you saw jordan bender last year mm-hmm. you're seeing these kids come through and it's it's nice to see it's, yeah that's why one of my main reasons was to like i was hyped for john and blank poppy Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. excited for him to come in because that's what he did in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He literally transformed that whole academy. And they're still – he's not their coach, but he laid the footprint, and they're still got probably one of the best academies in MLS right now. So, Yeah, man, it's uh, exciting things happening here in Orlando City, exciting things happening here at OC Fan TV. Um, make sure you guys are staying posted to our Twitter. We will be outside at the, after the match. Uh Gate C, again, same spot across the street over there. Come over, see us, give us some thoughts after the game. And we will be set up this time to make sure that this one is <laughs> fully edited and posted. So stay tuned to our Instagram at OCFanTV, our Twitter at OCFanTV22, and our YouTube where that will be posted, OCFanTV. Guys, it was really good to see you guys again. Great to spend this time in the studio. And uh, too. Hopefully we, uh, we, yeah, I think we got a little time to do a little European talk after this, so stay posted for that. Also, before we end, fuck the Rowdies. Those fucking (laughs) pussies. That's that's the way to end it, yeah? Hey, 
there we are, man. Up Wait. Orlando City. Well, this thing says... Vamos Orlando. If you like the new hey, stuff that we put back here... Give us a thumbs up for that. Go... I'll, I'm going to set up a Venmo. Hey. <laughs> Please support us. We're broke. Yeah. There is a support option. Um... We love you guys, and we've been doing a lot for the fans, so please help us be able to keep this going. There's some stuff coming up that's going to cost us a little bit of money to uh, get in the front door, and if you guys want to see these things happen, all we ask is just a little support, a little bit of your time. Even if you can't support financially, support us by linking us to someone, or if you know how to fix a Canon camera and make it record for more than nine and a half minutes, please let us know. Pretty please. Yeah. That would help a lot. It, it really would. <laughs> so you don't have to see the screen that you're seeing every time these two idiots. Probably are. right now. Yeah. But, hey, make sure you guys stay tuned to all our social medias, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday. Let's go. See you.